Yeah. No. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. What do yeah. We, I, I don't, I've never, I, you, no. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah, that really oh, hey. kind of grosses me out. That was so organic. Thank you. Subscribe to Yeah, No, Yeah on iTunes and leave us a review. We'll read it. And be sure to check us out on our new website, yeahnopodcast.com, where you can see all our latest shit. <laughs> it sounds like we're too busy to do a second take. Hi, I'm Katie. And my business casual is a see-through raincoat. Hi, I'm Molly, and I'm like Van Helsing, but for straight women who make grinder profiles to find gay friends. <laughs> and today, Katie, what are we talking about? It's going to be a tough one for both of us. Why did I pick this topic? Because as we've been discussing, <laughs> neither of us can stand talking about blood. Or, yeah, so... We're talking vampires today. Vampire. Vamp- <laughs> I'm already faint. I know. It's like it's like you faint from the blood and you faint from how nerdy they it's are. So oh my guys, you're in for a treat. It's if you're a vampire lover, t- tune out now. Yeah. Come back next week. Well, stick around and learn a thing or two about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so okay, before we get into that, wanted to say at the top of show, um, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, we're on Stitcher. Nice. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. What is our Twitter handle? Our Twitter handle is at Yanopod. And our Instagram is at Yanopodcast. Great, great. I guess we couldn't great find Yano, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're almost at 800 followers on Twitter. Do you want to be 801? You sure? The 801st follower gets uh, a t shirt. A t shirt. Oh so, guys, we have t shirts. We have t-shirts. And I'll put it, I'll try to get it on the website and on Instagram. They're amazing. We have long sleeve. We have short sleeve. They're crew neck style. They are fucking dope. It's a black background with our alien faces on it. Well, they'll see it. I mean, it's really a visual experience, a t-shirt. But listen to my words. (laughs) This is how to build a (laughs) t-shirt. I was like, wow, here she goes again. (laughs) I I live to to tell, not show. Right. (laughs) your motto i am katie and i'm here to tell and not show uh so okay i wanted to talk about my favorite recent itunes reviews yeah that's what we really need you to do leave us reviews on the platform us roast us we've said it before we'll say it again roast Roast us us. but if you have to leave us a five-star review and say nice things like these people did uh there's one titled hilarious and smart i'm relatively new to the podcast world and found out about this show from a friend I wish I could tell you how many times these two have made me spit out coffee from laughing so hard, but I've lost track. Uh, Hildesaz said, yeah, no, yeah, hits all the subjects I'm looking for in a podcast. Ghosts, cults, witches, and STDs. (laughs) We do talk about that. (laughs) This next one I really love, and I feel like we must know this person. Uh, It (laughs) says... Boring question mark is the title. <laughs> and it's like, are these a couple of boring meatballs? <laughs> no, yeah, no, they're hilarious. And you should definitely give these girls a listen so you can put some joy in your life. Aw. Why do they call us meatballs? Did people know about our meatloaf twin past? I don't But think then so. they would call it meat meatloafs. Yeah. Have I called you a meatball before? That is offensive. <laughs> I know, because you're Italian. That would actually get me in a lot of trouble with the Italian, Italian anti-defamation society, which I think is real. 
Probably. According to an episode of The Simpsons, I saw one. And everything they say is true. The, the character is like, I'm from the Italian Anti-Defamation <laughs> Council, and that really burns my cannoli. It's a joke. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, okay, yeah, we're talking vampires. Okay. Uh, Katie, what's your impression of them? I, so like, I like, okay, I love a scary story, and I love. A castle. A castle. Oh, Shrouded in mist. Hello? Mist? Capes? Why not? Blood? Corsets. I say yes. It's a sexy beast. They're a sexy thing. Yes. Because they like prey at night. I've never said a female vampire without rocking tits. Oh, they have the best tits. Well, because they have to move their neck and then (laughs) their tits are exposed. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, yeah, look at my spiky bones. And like, it's very Mm -hmm. sexy. So I like the sexy part. Right. But back in the day, that's cool. Anyone that is living that vamp life now. Yes. And there are a lot of you. Yes. I'm going to fucking kick your ass. I'm going to give you you a swirly. I'm going to give you a wedgie through your many petticoats. It's going to be hard, but I'm going to get there. Um, I'm going to rip out your fangs. Oh, come on. Those are expensive. They are. Leave the fangs. That's every vampire in a fight. Leave the fangs. Not the fangs. Oh, no. They do that thing like when girls take out their earrings, they take Take off their their fangs out. Hold my fangs. Yeah. Oh, God. So, okay. Vampires. Where do they come from? Transylvania? Okay. Why do we say Transylvania? Dracula? Okay. I've run out of words. Okay. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. Now that we're at the bottom of your word barrel. (laughs) um, So what I found really interesting is, so you know Bram Stoker, 1897, that book of his, Dracula, Dracula, I don't know, whatever it's called. (laughs) Um, So that's like the, that's what we look at as like, that's the... Uh, canon, I guess. That's the sort of origin of the modern idea of a vampire, and that's based on Vlad the Impaler. Yes. From uh, Transylvania, or I think actually Romania. Uh huh. Um, but so that idea of a vampire, it goes back even further into medieval history. And from reading about the origins of vampires, there, uh, it turns out there were a lot of just general blood sucking, life force taking demons and ghouls and goblins that that eventually solidified into a vampire. But they were pretty interesting. uh, Does it say where they became sexy? Yes. I'll get to that. (laughs) Um, I know exactly. We have it pinpointed where they became sexy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I have a lot of history, so interrupt as much as you can. You should see her notes. Oh, my God. Follow us on Instagram to see her notes. I have the most notes I've ever had. Uh, so they, uh, so stories about these creatures. So obviously we're talking about Europe. There have been, but I'm I'm not trying to be Western normative or whatever. (laughs) They're blood soaking ghouls in every continent, but we're just talking about the Western vampire. Uh, these stories, when they first surfaced, they were uh, widely called revenants. That was the original word because they're revived from the dead. Are they the undead? Right. Or is that zombies? Oh, Oh, they're the living dead. Vampires are the undead. Oh, I don't which know. Which means if, alive. I don't, I don't know. I'll look this up. Sorry. I don't know if there's a, a distinction between. The Revenant, terms. the Leonardo DiCaprio movie, all about um, vampires. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. It's not. It's not. Okay. You're confusing me. Focus. She's had a lot of coffee, you guys. I have. Uh, so the so when you read medieval accounts of the Revenants, okay. what's interesting is that it always corresponds with an outbreak of the plague. 
And okay, so these makes... are people who have died who are being blamed for new outbreaks of disease. Uh, and there is this really early, like, proto-vampire. They didn't necessarily get out of their graves. Uh, <laughs> they were called, they were, uh, I forget the, I don't have the exact name. It was something like the after death. It had, like, a weird long German name. Okay. Um, uh, it, it, in 1679, uh, a, oh, they were called Shroud Eaters. That's what they were called. Um, in 1679, a Protestant theologian wrote a tract called On the Chewing Dead. So what would happen is they would disinter these bodies and their burial shrouds around the mouth would look like they had been gnawed on. Oh. And people were like, and it, that's part of just a normal decomposition thing. But people would see that and they would say like, oh, they're gnawing and they're chewing and that's uh, why they're just underground like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and that's causing problems for us up here. And so there's, you can see, uh, you can see a picture of this online there in, in Italy. There's this picture of a skull, uh, a skull that they dug up in Italy where it has a brick shoved in its open mouth because Whoa. they did that to prevent it. From chewing from its chewing, way out? From chewing its way out. They just, they seem to think it that chewing like was sounds like more zombie, just, but anyway, right, go on. Right, Um. Uh. And then they, in this tract, this Protestant dude said you should fill the dead's mouths with dirt so that they can't do this chewing thing that's making us all have the plague. Listen, I don't know. I don't know. So bizarre. They were plague-addled. Who who knew? Yeah, they the who plague knows? wasn't good. Yeah. So then uh, <laughs> the next, the real solidifying, as we said, of like our idea of vampires was Vlad the Impaler mm-hmm. of uh, Sexy. Wallachia, Romania. In the 1460s and 1470s was when he was really taken off with the impaling. Uh, his nickname, Dracul, which was mm. given to him by another lord, uh, means dragon. And he was a member of the Order of the Dragon. Nerds. Nerds. Again, you nerds. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, so he supposedly staked a bunch of his enemies. Tell me one cool person that likes a dragon. I don't know. As many as 80,000, which is probably, it's one of those things where it's like back then, who knows how much you can rely on the contemporary accounts. A lot of people. Uh, my favorite vampire, or uh, proto-vampire, historic mm-hmm. blood drinker, who I um, hadn't heard of or hadn't really read about before this, was Elizabeth Bathory. Was a, a woman. A woman. She was a countess in Slovenia, and she was born in 1560. Uh, and in 1604, her husband dies. And after that point, it's thought that that's maybe when she really came into her own. Um, independent woman. So she moves to a castle in Kachtis, which is the word that I thought that you wouldn't know how to pronounce, which you were insulted by for some reason. <laughs> um, so she moves there. Read. So she moves there. And so shortly after she moves there, uh, young women start disappearing. Women? Women. She's sucking on women. They're disappearing. Oh, sorry. Go at on. such a rapid rate. Some some historical accounts say 100 some say as many as 600. In what time frame? Uh, a couple years. Oh, okay. And I a saw... A, <laughs> <laughs> 600 women a day minimum. Just, That's what I need to wake up. Fell over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of accounts say like around 400-ish. Um, oh, my God. Disappeared. 
Uh, so where where are these bitches going? Where are they um, going? A Hungarian king. It's so it's such a mess. Okay, that a king of Hungary or Slovenia. I don't know. It was probably all one yeah, mess it back then. Was. So some king who makes it his business uh, shows up in 1610. Okay, and he they said, "Where are your bitches?" Yeah, and he's like, "What happened to all these bitches?" And he and she's like, "I don't know." And then he, <laughs> he goes to her specifically. Then he well, like, listen, bitch, what, you're new in town. So how I imagine it is, he like knocks on her door and he's like, "What happened to all these?" women she's like i don't know don't come in and then he <laughs> and then he comes in and there's evidence that she's been torturing <gasps> and murdering these women and bathing in their blood yeah. because she thought it gave of you. Her a beautiful complexion and it does it does do you know about this i've had a plasma facial plasma for someone who hates blood i can't even you love plasma <laughs> I love plasma, and it's like a micro needling of your face. <laughs> oh, okay, I do know. Until you bleed, <laughs> until you so little pinpricks, little pinpricks of. And what is that supposed to do? I don't know. You don't know. You just ordered it. I, it, I, yeah. <laughs> well, I just I did it at a a facialist. Yeah, I think that guy was a facialist. I, think a lot I don't of that know. Was it was just... in the basement of your neighbor's apartment. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It was. It's. Well, I think it's supposed to like turn over new skin cells. Sure. It's and again, whatever. But yeah. I did look at myself in the mirror, and I almost passed out because you're covered in blood. <laughs> it sounds. Oh, like I can't. I now I'm faint thinking. Yeah. About now it. we're both fainting. <laughs> the show might be James picking up our faint bodies. And James is gonna have to edit out us fainting. Fainting. Yeah. I can't. Um, this is a bad episode for me. I can't even talk about blood. Yeah. So she's <laughs> splashing in a tub full of blood, like. Self- oh my Molly. <laughs> Self care Sunday, <laughs> and he's like, "This has to stop." <laughs> And so he's really mad. And so what does he do? He says, you know what? You have to stay in this castle. You stay stay in this castle and you think about what you've done. So she, so So she's on house arrest. She's just on house arrest. She did die four years later because she wasn't getting enough blood, I guess. And I'm down. (laughs) She's down. She's down for the count. That's all right. I'll do the rest of this episode without you. You have Um, a lot of notes. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do all this. Don't worry. So, okay, so by the 1700s, vampire lore, as we think of it, yeah. is in full swing. There's, uh, th- it's spread all over. It really started in, you know, the Sylvania, Eastern Europe, Romania, Transylvania. Mm-hmm. It starts in all the Anias, and it's gradually moving, uh, that would be westward into southern Italy. So it's like that part <laughs> okay, of Okay, yeah. Um, so what really gets it going is the tale of Peter Blagovich in the 1720s. And they're from where? And Blagovich. That sounds like. Is, yeah. So, I don't know. I forget. Russian? I didn't write it down. Yeah, it's somewhere. Rom- Rom- let's say Romania. Sure. Romania. Um, so, in se- sometime in the 1720s, uh, Peter comes knocking on his front door and uh-huh. his wife answers. And he says, uh, can you bring me my shoes? Just my shoes. And that's fine. Man wants his <laughs> shoes. Why not? Uh, problem is he died 10 days ago. No. I don't, I love that that's the part of the story that survived. It's yeah, like, that is bizarre. Shoes? Sho- babe? Shoes? Babe, shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I guess because they bury sure, you babe. without your <laughs> shoes or something. Yeah. Well, so, they, back then you need all the clothes you can get. You're not burying a dead person in clothes. It, that's a great point. 
Um, so, so I'm a historian. Yes. I'm imagining you now on the History Channel. <laughs> they didn't make a lot of clothes. I don't know. I'm in a see-through raincoat. You, <laughs> yeah. get, you guys can picture it. Fill in the blanks. <laughs> uh, so, so he shows up, and there's some like different accounts of him just kind of doing what he did when he was alive. And no one was like, Peter? No, people were oh, perturbed. Okay. Um, eight <laughs> villagers die shortly after oh. Peter dies, and they realize, like, it's Peter. Like Killing he's them. doing this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they dig him up. So I guess he's like showing up and then going back like to his Pete. coffin. Up, down, up, down. Um, where are my shoes? Oh, which is like a vampire thing, scarf? right? They like retire at some point of the day. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know. Sure. Like me. <laughs> so I don't know if that, that had entered the lore yet, but let's say yes. So they dig him up and he has a mouthful of blood. Again, <gasps> just like with the gnawing skulls from before. That is a normal part of decomposition. You, I'm sorry, you ooze, the ooze. <laughs> She's leaning like the Tower of Pisa. Okay, go on. <laughs> so it's, a, it's just natural. It's mm-hmm. just a natural thing. And it's fine and it's healthy and it's normal. This <laughs> is a rough episode. But yeah, you ooze. And okay. so a lot of times <laughs> a corpse's mouth will just be full of blood. It's fine. That's fine. It doesn't bother them. It's cool. Um, but then is the, gnawing really a part of decomposition? I'm gonna look this up later. No, were you listening at all? It looks like it's been oh, gnawed on. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're decomposing and the Zip. shroud is okay. <laughs> okay, please edit out whenever <laughs> she just doesn't get it, <laughs> even though I'm explaining it perfectly. Um, so I'm too faint. Yeah. So with the, so it's in 1732. Right after this, 1720s business, mm-hmm. uh, this tale spreads. Um, oh, yeah. So they drive a stake through Peter's heart. That's what wraps that up. They have decided that that's okay. how they solve that problem. Um, a wooden stake. And they found other coffins from this time where people have been buried. So, like, some people are staking. Some people try other methods. They've uncovered coffins where they were just uh, bars across the coffin. To keep so, like, them from coming out. To keep them from coming out, yeah. So it's in 1732 that the word vampire which uh, first enters the English language officially in a London journal because uh, it's this article where they're mocking the peasants for having these tales about vampires. Oh. Because it's like Peter Blagovich is like one of a couple stories that are really popular at the time. Um, So this is also the age of enlightenment when people are saying like, you know what? Let's only believe stuff that we actually figure out and can look at. Instead of just like pretend. You know what? Let's stop just guessing about everything. (laughs) Yeah, it was an interesting time. And it was also at the time when all these vampire stories are coming up. So it's (laughs) confusing. So in no one's reign is that conflict more present than Empress Maria Theresa of Austria. And she has had it because this is also at the tail end of the witch hunt epidemic. She's over it. So it's like, okay, we're done with the witch thing. Oh, vampires. That's something I didn't I'm realize. I'm sick of this, she until, said. Yes. So she's like, I am so sick of this. So she starts handing down official, it wasn't like laws, but she's like handing down official admonishments okay, and yeah. like uh, edicts, I guess. Or she's like, you're going to stop hunting for witches. Mm. You're going to stop digging people up and driving stakes <laughs> through their hearts. And while you're at it, you know, uh, take a bath. Read a book. Read a book once. 
Are you guys and fucking like, read? And they're like, we're illiterate. And she's like, not my problem. <laughs> so And she bathes in a pool of blood. So she's like not fun, but like she's making some good points. <laughs> um and she's just yeah, she's really a true uh, bitch. She's a, tr- a true bitch. <laughs> History's a first perfect bitch. <laughs> it's like you thought the woman who bathed in blood was a bitch. You got a lot of this. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so that's so okay. So we've got this big cut where it's like we're stamping it out. Yes. So with the next big vampire panic, <sighs> New England. Oh. In actually, this was so recent. This is in the 19th century. Okay, shit. In Exeter, Rhode Island. There were actually a bunch of cases, but the most famous was in Exeter uh, in Rhode Island. So what was really happening, I'll just flip over all the cards, is that tuberculosis was a real issue. And tuberculosis is a disease that makes you look pale and wasted and gaunt and you cough up blood. So you can see how... They're like... What are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm dying of tuberculosis. No, but like, why? let me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, you look terrible. <laughs> um, so, have you tried bathing in blood? <laughs> um, so, in 1892, uh, Lena Mercy Brown dies of tuberculosis. Uh, and at the time of her death, her brother Edwin was also sick. Um, her mother and sister had also died of tuberculosis years before. Oh, okay. So this family has been in the whole tuberculosis area. Tuberculosis was like another plague. Yes. Right? It killed so well, many people. Yeah. What's a, what's a plague? Yeah. It was a- I'm hor- making it up. Yeah. It was a horrible <laughs> rampant disease yeah. that was killing everybody. Called a plague. Yeah. So uh, her mother and sister had died. So this family has been ravaged by tuberculosis. Um, and so they decide like, oh, we have to really take measures. Um, it must be that someone in this family is a vampire. Oh, my God. So they dig her up and they again. Stab. So it's winter, okay? And the ground is cold. All right? Do you see where I'm going with this? Thing. Not as much oozing, but here's the deal. There's Frozen still blood. blood in her heart. And they're like, ha Gotcha. Gotcha, bitch. And so they say, like, she's definitely the vampire, even though her people... Had have died blood. before her. Before her, so wouldn't it be the first one who died who would be the vampire? Anyway, they weren't logical. I'm not trying to have tuberculosis. Brain. I'm not trying to fight with these tuberculosis brain weirdos. <laughs> um, so they decide to save Edwin's life. What we have to do? There's this old vampire solution from Romania. We have to carve out her heart and her liver, burn it, dissolve that in some water, give it to Edwin. That'll save his life. So Edwin drinks his potion. Who came up with that? <laughs> Romanians. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll say no more. <laughs> so they give it to him, and it works like a charm. No. No, it doesn't. Okay, he, there's no way. He dies in a couple months <laughs> um, because he had tuberculosis. And he died sooner than he would have if he didn't drink that. He didn't. And then he had to have his one of his last drinks had to be the most fucked up drink Ugh. anyone's ever had in their lives. Did you ever make someone drink something gross when you were young? You know, this is worse than that. I was present <laughs> at a table where that was happening, and I did not participate. I yeah, I once saw a friend of mine drink cold brown gravy. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, that was really gross to me. That sounds good to me. Now it does. <laughs> now that we're old and hungry, <laughs> I'm kind of hungry. 
Um, could really go for some cold brown gravy. I want to bathe in it. <laughs> That's so, what's in my blood, I think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So they're they're all dead of tuberculosis for this American Oh yeah. So this is happening all. This is one case. This is happening all over New England. Like it's crazy. They're picking different. They're like, oh, I'm gonna burn his lungs. Oh, I'm gonna. Bu-. They're just burning, burning organs left and spots, right. Yeah. And yeah, everyone believes in vampires, and it's really not that long ago. Really Even to not. this day. What do you mean? People believe in vampires. Oh well, okay, we'll get to that. <laughs> so okay, so I was just saying, like, wow, that's not that recently. Um, in two thousand and three, in Romania, we're Shut back up. in Romania. They're bored <laughs> in this village. They're not bored. Um, we're, yes, we're in a village are. called Maritino de Sus in Romania. Uh, Peter Toma dies shortly before Christmas. Another Peter. Interesting. Okay. I think mm. it's a very common name. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> after his death, his niece had nightmares that her uncle was coming to her and drinking her blood. Now, I watched a video of her. I saw an article that said it was a dream. Okay. I saw a video of her talking about it. This is a video on YouTube of a modern human being. And she does not say it was a dream. She just says, my uncle was drinking my blood. She says this in Romanian. Um, So (laughs) in this part of Romania, there's still a lot of superstitions about vampires and the dead in general. Okay. uh, They're very active in their cemeteries. It's like a culture where you bring gifts to your dead relatives. Um, I read in one place that they have a tradition where after someone has been buried for seven years, they disinter the body and wash the bones in wine, which is nice. That's actually nice. Do that to me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Today. All right. Um, I only have gravy. I hope that's okay. (laughs) You know that's fine. (laughs) Um, So they, they... so they're like very active in the cemetery. This isn't so. I'm guessing I'm saying like it's not as weird, I guess, to have this very tactile relationship with your dead relatives. Okay. So they decide, okay, he's drinking your blood. Um, we've got to dig him up. So they dig him up in 2003, in 2004, because <laughs> he's been in the ground for a minute. When they finally have had enough. Body is cold, baby. So his brother, his old brother, who again was in this YouTube video that I watched with my eyes in 2018. It's 2018, right? Yeah. Sure. Um, And he's wearing like this beanie that he made himself (laughs) out of an animal. He's No, he's very old. It's not a beanie. It's like an old Romanian man. Oh, that's fine. I'm sorry I said ew. I just imagined him trying to be cool. Yeah. They look, (laughs) he looks intensely Eastern European. Like, you no know, more. he's got like a pickled fish in his pocket or something. And he can't wait to whip it out. <laughs> and so he's holding a pitchfork. <laughs> and they're like, so what did you do with the body? And there's like, I took this pitchfork, no. this exact, this is my favorite pitchfork. Sure. And uh, he poked his heart right out of his body. His brother's heart. His brother's heart. And he's talking about this very My blithely. brother's heart's keeper. Yeah. Here's, yeah. So he takes, uh, he goes down the street with with this heart on the tip of his pitchfork. Some other villagers are following him. Again, yeah. they follow the old Romanian recipe. You burn the heart. You put it in a glass. A bunch of them are drinking it. What they drink, the fuck? And his niece says, we immediately felt better. <laughs> I think they're the vampires. Immediately. <laughs> Instantly, I felt pretty good about oh, okay. our choices. Here's, Here's the. Um, How long had he been dead? 
Not that long. Like long enough to have a heart still. Yes. I mean, not short enough to still have a heart. Right. Exactly. So less than a year. Definitely less than a year. Um, so another thing I wanted to mention about this that I think is pertinent is family members say that this, that Peter, uh, was a heavy drinker with a temper. And my personal theory with a lot of these things is that people who are digging up their dead relatives had a problem with With that that relative. relative. You wouldn't dig up someone you like adored. Right. I wouldn't. Like they have, I feel like these nightmares and these thoughts about your relative is coming. Yeah. These are like like, reviled relatives. I don't like them. Mm Mm-hmm. That's, I agree. Okay. that's just my that's one that's one girl's theory theory so yeah so that brings us to the Modern present day, day. <laughs> literally Ew. literally basically yesterday it, that was yesterday <laughs> this happened and even well so i w- w- knew molly would do a lot of historical stuff being the historian that she is so i just wanted to do like if there's anything in new york like underground vampire scenes mm-hmm. and you barely need to go under you don't need to go under. you actually just have to go outside and bushwick and say vamps <laughs> bitch you can get on yelp and i did oh and i went and yelp and i said vampire bars pages of pages results. and pages yeah and uh it usually vacillated <laughs> i skimmed some reviews and it's either like five stars this place was so sexy and dark oh, to like, it's just dark <laughs> to like one star being like why aren't the lights on why are the cocktails <laughs> so expensive <laughs> so you know you get what you vampires need aren't that. cheap is what i've learned they like to spend 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 yes people that have a certain lifestyle let's call it even though vampire current day vampires get offended when you call it a lifestyle because it makes it seem like it's not real they get offended when you call it a life. Because, like, that oh. means, like, you're, like, living an extra right. life, but They're this like, is their life. It's not a choice to be a vampire. Look, but it is to buy fake fangs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll get to that. Because they have so. <laughs> teeth dysphoria. That's probably what they'd say. You're right. Thank you. Uh, you know I'm, a, I'm being insensitive I'm here. a vampire sensitivity reader. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um Look, I've never been out in the sunlight, so I'm yeah. convinced that I'm a vampire. I'm gonna say, I've never seen I you. wear all black. I don't see the sun. Yeah. I sleep freezing cold. Yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in 1997, the uh, bar called Mother on 14th and Washington, which is actually still open or closed and reopened, so you can go there. I don't think they host this event anymore but it was called the long black veil Ooh, ooh, and it was a vampire night an underground vampire night that was rooted in bdsm right sexual vampire they had vampire rules Mm -hmm. um that are apparently still used quote worldwide and i'm assuming at other vampire fetish parties Sorry, guys. Fetish. I don't know what to call you. Like, have one Canadian friend. Yeah. Yeah. Who also Um, does this in his basement in Toronto. You know who we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mutual friend of ours. (laughs) Um, So, hold on. I had some, I had a note. Oh, so the club was named after the song that is called The Long Black Veil. Right. By two country singers, Mary John Wilkin and Danny Dill. But it's made popular by Johnny Cash. I know the song. I knew the song before I knew about this club at all. Okay. Um, And it's based off of what I read 
was that it's based off of, and this was like kind of a shitty article, and I'm sorry that this is all I have. One day you'll learn about Research. the not first page of Google results. I was at work doing this. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I, I was get toggling. Oh, sorry. I was sorry, microphone. I was toggling between work and play. Um, <laughs> this being work. <laughs> and so the song is apparently based off of two different unrelated stories, which makes no sense. One was the murder of a priest okay. in New Jersey. And then the other was the reports of a mysterious woman in a long black veil who was visiting people's graves. Ooh. Um, so when you listen to the lyrics of the song, Johnny Cash says, and the woman in a long black veil who has been visiting my grave. Ooh. It's very eerie. Ooh. Um, and then, th so that's what they named this like event after. Right. Um, so it had like a whole vampire aesthetic. So petticoats, tits out. Petticoats? Hmm. Am I saying that right? I, no, it's not petticoats. I it's mean corsets. Cor corsets. Oh, and petticoats. Yeah, it's the whole look. Bustiers. Bustiers, tits out. And they had, um, you've heard of Father Sebastian? Yes. World of renowned Fangsmith. Yeah. Um, he They're <laughs> called the Saber Sabertooth Club, something. Bangsmiths, I think. Right. So they're his. They're his clients. They're his, yeah. And so he would make fangs, like prosthetic fangs. His father, I think, was a, a dent. Uh, right. Yeah. Not dentist. What's the orthodontist? But same. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, similar thing. Um. So he he's king of the nerds, as Molly and I were talking about this pre-show. Yeah. Uh, he's a steampunk kind of guy. Yeah. Which is really just a goth who likes metal fixtures on their body. Um, and he made, you know, these fake fangs and they, people at this club would wear them all the time. They were mm -hmm. clients of his, these saber tooth fangs myths. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, and then, the, okay. So anyway, the, honestly, the LBV, long black veil, LBV to those in the know, right. is very lame overall. You have a little bit of an interesting thing about it. Well, okay, yeah, it was loosely connected to this woman's disappearance in July of 1996, and she had been, she was a journalist, and she had been researching about uh, the Long Black Veil and the underground vampire community in general at mm -hmm. the time of her disappearance, um, but it's not, there's no definite connection to the vampire thing. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, maybe a vampire ate her. Like, that's obviously what you would read between the lines. But she had also written <laughs> written about uh, strip clubs that were run by Rus Russian mafia. That's members. more likely. <laughs> and they were like, and she was talking about how women were being pushed into sex work by Russian mafia members. And if you ask me, that's more of a who killed her. Who killed? That's that would be my first guess. Mine too. Um, so, yeah, so reading about this made me go into, like, the fetish life of vampires. Right. So there are people called, like, donors who will, like, give you their, sorry to say this word, blood. Plasma. <laughs> and this is when I was getting faint at work, so I'm going to try to get through this. They'll, okay. like, pump their blood and give it to you to oh drink. Oh, my God. Okay, see, all the vampires that I've perused on, like, you know, a rainy day on YouTube, it's always, like, uh... I don't drink blood. I'm a modern. No, man. some people. Do. Okay. I can't talk about it, but, but some like, people do. The vampires, I, it's like it's very sexual and it's more just like an aesthetic. And it's like I you know those real people that really do this. And they say, like, I feed off energy and I'm that kind of vampire. That's called a psychic vampire. Yes. Mm. Good. So I know someone <laughs> that works in the fetish community, underground fetish community. Friend we'll, of the show. We'll call him Pain, Pain Pig. Because that's his um, name. Former lover of mine. Current friend of the show. You met on Tinder? We met on Tinder like over a year ago. 
been, you know, pals and lovers on and off. <laughs> He's not a vampire. <laughs> no. But so we were, I told, when I was telling him I was doing this, because he's now in like a monogamous relationship. He's not doing paddles anymore, which is this underground sex place that he has worked in, BDSM based. And paddles he was like, "Paddles is the name paddles. of it." Sounds like sometimes it sounds like you're saying patties, which would patties be like pub. a fun Irish <laughs> yeah, vampire no, this is not BDSM fun. leprechaun fetish bar. That's what I'm into. It's kind of that. So he said to me, "Oh, vampire night," and I said, "Vampire night." And he's like, sometimes we ho- they used to host a vampire night. Uh-huh. And he said, quote, and this is a man who is called Pain Pig. He said, quote, they're a bunch of fucking weirdos. <laughs> and just to imagine all the shit he's seen to call that group a bunch of fucking weirdos. Can I say one thing yeah. about Pain Pig? Yes. Since we're calling him Pain Pig. Yeah, yeah. Um, you I don't did, think he'll mind any of this. No. Um, when you first said like, "Oh, I'm I met this uh fun, fun fellow," <laughs> um, you showed me a YouTube video of him eating ants, a muffin covered in ants, yeah. while he's like surrounded by men who are cheering him on. Yeah. So that's like a normal day for him. <laughs> yeah, and so if he thinks that's normal and these right. guys are weird. Right. So I mean he didn't give too much detail cuz I don't know if he's under some sort of a vampire, you know. Code. Code written they love by the Code. <laughs> he lives by the code. Um just that like they it really just is a bunch of nerds with fake fangs. Hot topic. Let's just say They're just it. a bunch of hot topickers. Yeah. And they just wear Jenko jeans. <laughs> And have long, scraggly <laughs> hair, and they're there to just get whipped like everybody else. Yeah. But they, like, hiss and stuff while they do it. Oh, come on. <laughs> and they say, like, they talk with a Romanian accent, some that of them. so rude. So, yeah, it's rude. That's why I can't go to the Renaissance Festival anymore is because of fake accents. Nothing anymore. Like a fake. <laughs> you know that I was an Irish step dancer. I had to dance. <laughs> Um, but Gosh, yeah, she had a step. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the uh, fake. I love fake American accents, but fake yeah. accents otherwise is so rude. Really annoy me. Yeah, it's really annoying, especially when it's like because they're like suck my blood. I'm not even gonna do it because it's right. so rude. It's it's <laughs> so yeah. So from insider perspective, guys, you can go find a vampire sex club, but just know. What you you're can, getting into. You can find just a purely aesthetic vampire club where yeah. it's just like lit with candles. And, and you have red drinks. Throne-like chairs and very fancy cocktails. And just look it, look it up on Yelp. And you'll find reviews by people who are like women my age who are like, I felt like I was in Harry Potter. <laughs> and then hopefully you'll realize that you have better things to do. And you could just like, you know, drink some cough syrup. <laughs> Red cough syrup. There was, okay, so like the sexy vampire. There was yeah. one other little history thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, You're the one making fun of yourself. Yeah. But yeah, I can hear the words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> They're not great. Um, so Byron, they think. So the first, so Bram Stoker was the big novel that we know about, but there was a short story about a vampire that was written by Lord Byron's personal physician. Okay. That people say, and it's about a sexy, wealthy, uh, super free, open kind of guy. And people Byron. say like, that's the Lord Byron and Lord Byron. People speculate that he's the basis for like the idea we have of like a rich dandy with, um, ruffles and, uh, a, um, a, a free roaming yeah. penis. 
Do are vampires the bisexuals of the underworld? So there's been like a lot of I don't really know the history of that, but yeah, there is like a lot yeah, of Yeah, they're talk. like the sluts. They're the sluts, but also and then like there was a lot of stuff like gay vampires around the AIDS crisis cuz Oh like god. Blood, blah blah blah, you get it. I guess I do. Look, this topic was hard. I've passed Trans- out 10 times. Well, yeah, and the thing is like that's the thing with vampires their history it's always tied to a disease outbreak. So with yes. HIV, it was kind of like a normal thing for it to be like, well, vampire and gay culture is kind of. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, coming together. If there's anything we learned today. What do we what do we learn? I really do feel faint. I, I have to sit down. I'm sitting. <laughs> already I have to be put in my coffin for the night. Yeah, let's there let's get you into your coffin. And good night. And good night. Agreed I can't talk about blood anymore. I know. I can't. No, I can't. No, no. I'm gonna to eat a taco. Yeah. Like me. The opposite of blood. She walks these hills in a long black veil. She visits my grave when the night winds wave. Nobody knows. Nobody sees. Nobody knows but me The judge said, son, what is your alibi If you were somewhere else Then you won't have to die I spoke not a word Though it meant my life I'd been in the arms Of my best friend's wife <laughs> And then I hear somebody applaud. (laughs) Now the scaffold is high and eternity's near. She stood in the crowd and shed not a tear. But sometimes at night when the cold wind moans in a long black veil, she cries over my bones. She walks these hills in a long black veil. She visits my grave when the night winds wail. Nobody knows, nobody sees, nobody knows but me. Can I have a glass of water?